Well, I'm Rennie. Uh, my wife, Ms. Pa, is actually uh, joining us on Zoom right now as we speak. Thanks for coming out, everyone. It's great to see you. And uh, today I'm going to be talking uh, a little bit about, uh, well, where uh, singing and meditation on God's Word intersect. And uh, I'm going to be, uh, well, and, and actually there's a, there's a verse right off the bat that kind of gets to the crux of the matter, and we're going to be, uh, this verse is going to come up again. Uh, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God, Colossians 3.16. And uh, I'm going to be going out on a bit of a limb here. I, I'm uh, maybe being a bit uh, unorthodox today, uh, not theologically, mind you, but uh, maybe just in terms of uh, form for uh, Tuesday night, because in a little while I'm going to be asking you to join me in a bit of a demonstration uh, precisely on this topic of worshiping uh, with the Word of God. So, um, like anyone here uh, who has been a follower of Jesus for any length of time, I have grown to see my utter dependence on God's Word. And, uh, you know, for God's Word to be the beacon of my thoughts and my actions. Um, you know, James uh, this evening alluded to, to that a little bit as well. And, uh, you know, like James, like, like anyone who's been a follower of Jesus for any length of time, I've, I've, experienced, I've experienced the consequences of neglecting God's word. And I'm sure any one of us can come up here and fill a few evenings with illustrations of this. But I wanted to spend my time here to have us consider afresh some examples, not, not an exhaustive list by, by any means, but some examples of how the Bible instructs us on our need for prayer and for meditation and worship that is anchored in the Word of God. And uh, let me um, share some scriptures that I think show a, a progression of the role of scripture in our, in our meditation and worship, starting with the very origin of our faith. Our faith begins with God's word, uh, Romans uh, 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. And right from the get-go, it, it is scripture. It is scripture that ultimately captures our attention to lead us into a living faith in Christ and always reminds us of the object and the basis of our faith that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, as it says in uh, 1 Corinthians 15.3. Uh, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3, starting at verse 12. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you've learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And on that note, we, we all discover very quickly and are reminded that the walk with Christ is 
a battle for the heart and mind. Uh, Jeremiah 17, 9, uh, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who, who can understand it? I, I mean, even to this day, I, I don't think I understand my heart. Um, you know, Mark 17, 21, for from within, out of the heart of man, uh, come evil thoughts. And we, we really, you know, with this in mind, we really see the psalmist um, we really see the psalmist declare the need for scripture in this battle. Um, Psalm 1, uh, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither in all that he does, he prospers. Uh, Psalm uh, 119 as well. Uh, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips, I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies, I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. And, uh, and again, uh, later, uh, same Psalm, uh, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And um, so the this, this, this psalm, and, and there are many other examples where the psalmist just confirms this absolute need for the word of God to be, to be just continuously embraced and confessed and meditated upon. Uh, the the New Testament also Paul uh, Paul confirms this in, in the New Testament and um, you know Colossians three we've heard this uh, read read a few times recently during the uh, breaking of bread um, and uh, if then you have been raised with Christ seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above and not on things that are on the earth. Um, and in this very same chapter, uh, Paul connects the meditation of Scripture, uh, particularly the Psalms, uh, with corporate worship. Uh, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Uh, Paul pretty much repeats word for word the same message to the Ephesians. Uh, Look carefully uh, then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, 
singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So uh, uh, now that we've spent uh, some time um, being reminded of the role of God's word in meditation and how this intersects with worship, I, I thought I would teach you a melody that uh, we could sing together this evening. Uh, don't be shy. Um, there's only a few of us here. You don't have a big uh, audience to, uh, that, that you're uh, in front of here. Um, so um, it's one that I find encouraging uh, to myself. I, I hope it's an encouragement to you as well. Uh, this is a melody from the Verses Project uh, Music Collective, which has endeavored to put scripture to music for this very purpose, for uh, meditating and worshiping with God's word. Um, and it's the one we're going to be uh, learning tonight is uh, this verse right here. First uh, Corinthians 10, uh, 13 um, reads, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So um, now... Um, these exact same words uh, from the English Standard Version are actually the ones that the Verses Project uh, recorded uh, in this arrangement, and this is the one we're going to uh, learn. And so um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sing I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing a line, and you'll be able to you know repeat after me. And and uh, you know anyway, let's let's be encouraged as we uh, sing this uh, spiritual song based on the Word of God. So, well, thanks for your participation, everyone, and uh, peace be with you all.